Hi, and thank you for tuning in to Compound Performance Radio. We're your hosts, Matt Domney and Kyle Dobbs. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to episode four of Compound Performance Radio. Today with us, we have Samantha Chacha. Um, these are your hosts, Kyle and Matt. And Sam, if you want to take a moment to introduce yourself for the people who do not know who you are, that would be excellent. Awesome. Well, first of all, thank you for saying my last name correctly. It's Chacha. With and... some flair, too. Chacha. Yes. You got to say it with enthusiasm. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So um, I am a New York City uh, trainer or based out of New York City. I work on training. Strength and conditioning is my specialty. And then I go into a lot of kettlebell work, um, power development, technique, biomechanics, all that fun stuff. And then in addition to that, I'm also a physician assistant. So I work in the emergency room um, full time. So I kind of have a dual career and love it both. So that is a little take on me. It's been an interesting 2020. Yes. I, I'm, I'm God. I can only imagine how fun that was. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it was, it was great. You really learn about the healthcare system and how uh, they are great to their coworkers. Or how their absolutely amazing it is. Yes. Don't, don't worry. I, I don't think any of your coworkers or peers are going to be listening to our podcast. So there, there is, a, there is a plus there. I think we'll get about four listeners total. So you don't even have to worry about anybody else listening. To it this depends on, it honestly depends on how much uh, Samantha promotes it. That's true. Yeah. If she us. promotes it, we might get like seven <laughs> listeners. But if it's just Kyle and me, we're going to have like two. Uh, yeah, we can it's double. all the- about marketing. All about marketing. Yes, we can double the audience. No, so you guys are funny. So with, I mean, you have a lot going on, and you know, I think that's something that I think is super admirable about you. Just especially like with the content you provide, the the engagement that you provide on social media is. I know just from you know speaking to you in the past, like there's just not a lot of time you know available to mm-hmm. do a lot of those things. So what's what's kind of like? I know it varies a little bit. What's your average day and week? kind of look like you know based on work schedule and trying to train people and trying to work out yourself film content do all that stuff yeah so you know it obviously varies and changes a bit i think currently right now it's a lot of online so um in a non-er day i'll wake up and right now i'm actually developing a course so right now i wake up get to editing on the course do that for a few hours take a break um i check the app Click in with clients, make sure everyone's good. If I have an onboarding client, then I start working on that. And it's pretty much like my morning. And then I take a midday break, which is lunch and a workout, hopefully. Um, And then afterwards, it's back to, you know, whatever, checking emails or getting into editing videos for the post that night. And that's actually not that hard since I've been doing this for about two and a half years as far as like the Instagram game and whatnot. Literally, I have everything on my phone and app form. So I just sit on the couch and just do the editing. But the hardest thing is just taking the time to be able to you know, edit for everyone to understand what you're trying to say in a fashion that, you know, doesn't sound too over sciencey, but yet, you know, that you're hitting two different audiences. So that's, that honestly is what takes most time. It's not the actual editing. It's just making sure what you're saying and your verbiage is correct without, you know, any spelling errors. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> My spelling is impeccable. So this is because uh, uh, Sam and when when we first launched the training lab, Sam and I would DM back and forth about like the progress on the training lab and stuff like that. And she would misspell like every other word. And I would just sit there and correct all of them whenever she would send me a misspelling. It's so true. And you know what? Like, unfortunately, the downside about being in medicine for the past eight years is I don't know how to formulate a proper sentence anymore. Like literally my words are 28 year old female comes in with chest pain, blah, 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 positive for the, 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 and like, I don't know what a sentence means anymore, like in normal life. Cause I don't really use or write, which is really sad, but you know, so Matt's definitely gotten the uh, short end of the stick on my, on my end because I'm terrible at spelling. And until this day, I'll get people DMing me like, 
like, oh, you misspelled this, or you're supposed to say use instead of us. And I'm just like, you get the message, all right? You get the whole point, you get the idea, then deal with it. It's fine. I'm sorry. I can't be everything. I I can't wait until like either you or Kyle get the inevitable. You spell, you use the wrong form of the word there. I am unfollowing. I am out. This was my deal breaker. (laughs) Matt Matt also... Because the he deals with me in, in the same thing, but but worse probably. Where every story that I post that you mm-hmm. can't edit, <laughs> every single one of them has a typo. Oh, and I would like, just respond hilarious. to it with the and with Matt the... just like responds with like what I missed, like the word I missed or mm-hmm. the wrong ver- you know again the wrong variation of a there or something of that nature. Every time. It's without fail. That's the stories so that I put up today, I left out a word. Yep. Like it's the dumbest thing in the world. My, yeah. my personal favorite though, is then w- whenever we're running through like a group mentorship call and Kyle mm-hmm. wants to talk about anecdotal evidence and he says <laughs> anecdotal and it just makes my skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> I don't He's like anecdotal and my eye starts switching. <laughs> it's, I'm well, being like, authentic. Exactly. And he's just making up his own, you know, vocabulary to exactly. this, you know, and that's, that's okay. I'm not, so, as, I'm not as ascended or as intelligent as Kyle is yet. So I need to just get myself up to where he is. That's what he's trying to do. Matt's basic. Exactly. This comes exactly. Kyle yeah. is advanced making up his own vocabulary and using it in a sentence very successfully. Yes. That's so funny. And you know, it's okay, right? It's, it's fine. We all have our strengths. We all have our weaknesses and clearly me and Kyle's is not spelling. So <laughs> mine is like everything else. So I have spelling and that's about it. So, I mean, I'll take See, what that's I why can you guys get are sometime. So great together. You compliment each other so well. Exactly. That's the great speller. And, and then, then Kyle's, Kyle's great at everything else. Yeah. yeah. He does everything else. It's kinda, you know, Kyle's going to be Kyle and Matt's going to correct his spelling. And, and that's what our business looks like on the back end. Now you guys see behind the curtain. You know? Exactly. If we were to compare this to anything else, this is like the, the, the compound performance internal relationship is like bumper bowling where Kyle is the bowling ball. I am the bumpers that just spell check him on the way down. That's it. <laughs> that's awesome. You know what? It's great. You guys have each other. Cause you know, where I'm at, it's like, I feel like I need someone like that to complete me in my spelling. I was just like, Sam, you'd see this wrong. Right now it's my followers. So I appreciate the followers on that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've had anybody threaten. I mean, we had a lot of people that like unfollow us for other reasons, but I don't think spelling has been one of them so far. So it's usually just Matt trolling people. People just don't even tell me they're going to unfollow me anymore because I will ruthlessly troll them when they do. So they're just like, I'm just going to just leave, leave, go quietly into the night. I wish they had a troll emoji. That would be perfect for you. It's the clown emoji. It's the clown. the clown. Oh, the clown. Okay. It's the clown emoji. It's my, it is my number one most used emoji on my phone. It's the one that shows up the most. Yes. Matt, so, do you know which one's my number one? Which one? Remember you showed me the fist? Oh, the fist. That's a Kyle oh. one. That, that's, that's mine. That's, my that's Dobbs one. one. Yep. That's my top. All the time. Yeah. All the time. It works. It, 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 you know, I use emojis for a few different reasons, but like the primary function of emojis is usually ending a conversation right where and i do that to matt like in our text like matt knows like we're done talking as soon <laughs> he as says, two emojis and it's over as soon as he gets like the double tap with the, with the double fist and he's like okay cool i'm gonna go back to my work now and leave kyle alone and we're, we're done <laughs> something popped up so that's so funny <laughs> I, I think question number two for you samantha is a question yeah. that everybody wants to know <sighs> where'd you get the mat <laughs> Yo, I got some new mats. I got some <laughs> you got new, new stuff. Mats. I got new mats. Oh, I wish I had them to show you guys. But yo, that is hilarious. It's literally been the joke of 2020. No lie. Like since I, I got the mat back in COVID. And literally the only reason why I got the mat is because of the dimensions. I didn't pay no never mind to the actual lines. But I needed something a little bit wider so I can have my stance for my swings and et cetera, et cetera. And um, as soon as that went up on the first video, where's I'm at? I'm like, okay, no big deal answering. And I would like wake up to like hundreds of DMs of the mat, the mat, the mat. And then that's when I just started doing stories on it because like, I'm not responding to all of you. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. To a point I reached out to the company, which is, um, oh my gosh, yoga. I forget yoga something. 
And I was like, hey, just so you know, like, there's a lot of people that love your mat. And I can give you a lot of sales. Like, let's talk about an affiliate program. So I actually became an affiliate with them. And then you <laughs> so don't remember the company name? But you're an affiliate? Oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yoga Outlet. Yoga Outlet. There you go. <laughs> there we go. I thought you were going to, I thought that was leading into them being like leaving you on scene or yeah. something. Yeah. No, no. Like, no, no I got a code did. and everything. I don't know who they are, but I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I, I used it for a bit, but it's, it's so funny because even, you know, with that stuff, you get like, I think the mat was like 20 bucks. You get like 60 cents out of it. So I made like 30 bucks out of that. And I'm like, you know what? That's a win. That's a, that's a two drinks in New York city <laughs> that's a- that I can't pay. Cause everything's closed. That's everything's okay. closed. Yeah. yeah. Yoga outlet. Cha cha 20. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just put God. it in like a, like a, like buy some government bonds and get the interest rate. And then it's yeah. like two and a half drinks in 30 years when they come to maturity, <laughs> then you're good. I know. This oh, is not financial good. advice. Quick disclaimer. Please do not take financial <laughs> advice from me. I live in a box outside my house. Yeah, I'm very poor. <laughs> Don't take any advice from Matt that strays outside of deadlifting or squatting. That's very true. It's literally, I, it's all yep. he does. And bench pressing. <laughs> If it's, not three, if it's not three lifts, then it's, we don't want to hear about it. No. That's right. There's nothing else in life. So, so looking at, so you mentioned your online stuff. And I know you have yeah. quite a few programs that you're running right now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about those. Like what, Yeah. who are you working with? Like what's that look like from like a group to one-on-one perspective? Is mm-hmm. the majority of your business more group oriented or do you have quite a few individual clients to go along with that too? Yeah. So honestly, right now it's a 50, 50 split. Um, I have a, essentially I have programs that I run and I just started running a group program that essentially every eight weeks I cycle a new program through. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just like a subscription based. So you just pay month to month and I'll be like, Hey guys, you know, the next eight weeks I'm starting this focus of a program and it is more kettlebell based focus, but I'm going to start branching outside of that soon. Once I get through my, like, you know, list that I have, but ultimately it's, they go through the eight weeks. And the cool thing about it is it's a community. And that's why I agreed to doing this because I love the idea of community. I never wanted to be someone that more or less has sold programs and you never heard of me. You weren't able to get in contact with me. That's just not who I am. So this um, avenue was ultimately, we have a messaging board. We use it through train heroic app. Um, And in the messaging, they talk to each other, they cheer each other on. It's really cool to see it. They're just like, wow, I just like, you know, got a personal record today. And everyone's like, great job, so-and-so. And, 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 you know, like I fill in. So like, I love that aspect about the community. And honestly, for the subscription that they're getting, um, it's a really good deal. I'm like, this is honestly a big steal, but I'm doing it for a reason because I want to be accessible to a lot, to the mass, right? And this is one way that I can be, that I can respond to. Obviously, you're not going to get technique analysis, form check, and like your cues and coaching that you would get with a one-on-one client. But I think that's like the best deal that you're going to get as far as like quality of work and quality of like having other people be there with you. So that's one thing I have going on. And then um, the other big thing is just online coaching, whereas you need a little bit more personalized, customized work. Um, A lot of people come to me for... um, just like skill technique work. Um, again, I'm really big into kettlebells and I'm really good, not to toot my own horn, but I'm really good at just looking at movement patterns, analyzing, breaking them down, and then putting them in a way in fashion to help people understand how to do it themselves with the knowledge of you need to understand what muscles are working and understand how to feel those muscles while you're working. So ultimately you may not, you don't need me down the line that you can be like, Oh yeah. Like in, at the end of my depth, I really feel my hamstrings. That means I'm in good position, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm really big on teaching and educating that because I can put you through a deadlift, for example, and you can go through 10 reps and feel nothing and not do it correctly and whatnot. So I'm really big on, doing that. And that's essentially what my online, you know, clients are for. And the cool thing about it is I have a wide variety of types Mm -hmm. of clients. I have, I have a 60 year old physical therapist that is dealing with a myoclonus in his um, big toe uh, in his great big toe. Every time he goes into uh, the toe off full extension, he gets myoclonus and everything shakes. So I'm like, all right, I was a little intimidated, honestly, because he's a physical therapist for years 
And I'm like, but wait, this is just neuromuscular connectioning, right? Like how can I put him in positions and ways to help correct that and help to over time fix it? So he's doing a lot of like stance work, footwork and whatnot. And I've been working with him for two months now and his myoclonus has gone down each, each time, each week he gives me, he's like, Hey, it's not as bad. It's not as shaky now. So, um, stuff like that. I love working with, I'm technically, I get a lot of complicated clients, um, just because it's just like, how do I deal with this issue and then train me and be strong at the same time? I'm like, okay, got this. <laughs> so my, with my medical background, it makes it a lot easier to figure that out, but that's ultimately the two big aspects of what I'm doing. And then, um, I have a big course that I'm coming out in the spring, which is essentially like a mentorship with movements, but that's specific towards kettlebells. Um, so essentially if you're, you know, coming off and you're like, I've never touched a bell before, how do I do this safely, efficiently and effectively? This is the course for you. And ultimately I take you from step one to step three in all of the basic kettlebell movements of how to execute it, positioning, breathing through it. Breathing's a big thing. People don't know how to breathe through movement, which is very interesting. Um, and execution. So it's, it's a really cool module that I created to make it self-efficient. I'm going to be opening up like calls maybe like two times a month to just like make sure that everyone's like cool and they are not going crazy and whatnot. But again, still trying to stay connected to my people in my community. So that's that's in a long nutshell <laughs> of what's been going on over here. <laughs> that's a that's a really cool idea though with the with the kettlebell specific program that you're going to do like with, through through education and everything. What was the inspiration to get you into doing that? My people, um, you know, honestly, a lot of people are asking, like, how should I do this? How do I start? Blah blah blah. And programs are great, but ultimately, you're not truly learning. Um, the details of movement patterns, especially when you're first off. And I just kept getting asked questions and questions. I'm like, you know what? I should just develop a course and have that available. So when they ask, I'm redirect, but like, oh, hey, by the way, there's this course that I'm teaching. Um, this will, you know, suit you well. And then from there, you can start taking programs and not even mine, like any person that has programming, it's going to benefit them. And that's the cool thing about it is it's not you know, specific towards one thing. You're learning mm -hmm. movement patterns. You're just applying it to kettlebells. Very cool. Very cool. So I also know, sorry, I, I got caught looking. I was like, Kyle, are you alive? <laughs> I was like, uh, Kyle, so I did Matt, not bore you to Kyle death. Kyle did, did not I? like that answer. Apparently. No, Matt, 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 <laughs> Matt and I were already talking. I'm on very low calories by by accident you, today. Oh, okay. so I'm, I'm, I'm in a, no, no, no. I've just have had too many zoom calls in a row and I forgot to eat lunch. And that's he was making fun of me for dieting. And then Kyle's I, a I little know. white chick on a diet right now too. Oh, the irony. Yeah. <laughs> <Right now. laughs> the irony. So, it's so funny. you've also done like some live seminars pre COVID and some other things in yeah. New York, you know, are those things that, you know, as hopefully, you know, the caveat being that things do open up a little bit over the course mm -hmm. of 2021, are those things that you're also planning on kind of continuing on as you're able to? Yeah, definitely. I literally was talking to a gym owner today in Brooklyn about running a uh, seminar in the springtime. I'm looking to run another seminar, um, mm -hmm. hopefully a two day one level one and a level two. And, you know, obviously do the practice, the social distancing, practicing and all that good stuff. But I, I really think that people are craving that, um, craving that a, just being in another place, B being around other people and learning from someone in person. So I want to still be able to provide that. It's just, you know, we just have to be a little bit more strategic, which is fine. Um, but those are very beneficial. So in the spring and hopefully another time in the summer. Um, but right now I'm sticking to obviously local New York and just seeing what 2021 is going to bring as far as pandemics. So yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, just go down to like Florida where it's free reign. Like you can just right? whatever you want yeah, in Florida. It's like, it's like I know, a whole other God. country. You can do all the all the live <laughs> things that you want to do down there. All the things. So I th I think looking at, you know, like 2021, you know, this is something that we always kind of ask our, our guests mm -hmm. is, you know, based on on this, you know, you're you're launching remote stuff, you're kind of building your one-on-one -on -one business, you're potentially doing more seminars. You know, what what are you most excited to do as you go through that process and, and kind of looking just at the growth of your business, of your education? Are there any courses that you're planning on taking or you kind of have in mind from mm -hmm. that perspective? 
what's new for you from like a fitness and education perspective? Oh, that's a great question. A question that I haven't asked myself yet. Um, do you know, ah, uh, Olympic lifting Ooh, personally? Nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so growing up, I don't know if I told you to you guys, I might've, but growing up, my dad was an Olympic lifter. I've seen you. We... I've seen you post videos. <laughs> yeah. I've seen videos dad. of them. Yeah. Your, your dad's a, is a badass dude. Like yeah. that, oh. that's a, that's a real deal thing. Absolutely. He crushes me in workouts. Like if I know I'm going to work out with him, I need to give myself at least a two day recovery because <laughs> literally I'll be like, Hey dad, what's on the menu? He was like, deadlift till I'm tired. I'm like, all right. And then, <laughs> and then, then I was like, yeah, I know, right? And then I was like, okay, we finished our strength set. And I was like, what are we doing for cardio? He was like, front squats until I'm tired. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was like, that is your version of conditioning. And he was like, yeah. So he'll just bang out 20, 20 plus front squats. And when is, whenever he gets tired, he's done. I'm like, I, I was like, you're intense. I was like, now I understand like where I came from and how like I became intense with my training, but he's just like a different level. But um, anyways, growing up as a little girl, um, he used to compete in uh, just the USA for uh, Olympic lifting lifts, lifts, sorry. And I just remember seeing him doing it as a little girl, I'll be like sitting in the stands playing with my dolls. And my dad's like snatching a three something overhead. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. You know, dad's awesome. So um, as time, you know, has gone on, I always found it to be interesting also because it's so technical and I love that aspect that you have to think about your movement, think about the timing of everything. Um, and it takes time and practice. And it's something so new to me that I'm, I'm literally like such a beginner, um, but it's, it's great because it's a challenge for me. And I haven't really had much experience with barbells. It's almost more or less been kettlebells for a good part of my uh, like fitness career. So, you know, as far as like certs and whatnot, I haven't gone down, but I know that I'm just putting myself around people that are like the competitors and the lifters and whatnot to be like, Hey, can you teach me this? And whatnot. So <laughs> learn, learn by doing. You know, I mean, that's, that's, it's just like learning a language though. That's probably the best way that you can get better at something is just immerse yourself yeah. in it. Like, yeah. Like certifications are like all, all they, they do nowadays is just give people the ability to go, okay, cool. Well, everything else I just learned is bullshit. This is what we're going to do forever. And then mm -hmm. it doesn't do very well for you. So if you just like are around those people a little bit more, I feel like mm -hmm. that's a better way to learn it anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, you know, when it, that's a great point that you say, Matt, is when I look at to workshops and seminars that I take, majority of them are movement based, especially if I'm learning about some type of movement pattern or whatever it is like I want to be doing, yeah. I want to be like going right into because that's how I learn. That's how most people learn. If you look about like motor behavior and like motor learning. That's how we learn by doing. So I'm not going to be sitting behind a screen and analyzing study and studying things without actually going and practicing. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, so that's just a little rant, but you know, I'm all about being active and moving and functional. But if you don't pass that programming test, you don't pass the certification. How can you know? Yeah. How do you know that you know anything? I know. God, I don't, I don't know. And, and if you, you don't let, know, if you let it expire, you forget everything, everything right. immediately. You got, you, Yo. have to, you have to pay the research or you forget yep. everything or it's all God. <laughs> I literally just dealt with that this past year. One of my certs expired and I was really upset because one of the gyms I have to train out of, they like require insurance. And with that cert, you get insurance. I'm just like, I'm like, are you kidding me? And you have to get like continuing education credits. And then they're like, oh, like you're saying it's a whatever hundred dollar fee to research. And I'm like, seriously. It's a racket. It's a racket. It's all a yeah. business. It's all a business. All you know who I, I guarantee like now that we're saying this with all of our luck combined, the one listener that we're going to have is going to be like the head of NASM or NSCA and they're going to revoke all of our stuff. <laughs> gonna be like, That's why I'm not saying anything of what these cert guys. it is. I'll show you. I'll one show of you. the certs. One, one of the certs. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it was definitely that. That happened to me. Gosh, like I don't know. It, it's ironically enough, it's a kettlebell thing. And I posted something. They're like, Oh, I, I didn't know you were certified in, in kettlebells. I was like, man, I took like SFG and RKC almost 10 years ago. And they're like, I don't mm -hmm. see you in anything. I was like, well, I don't need to like take the seminar. Like, over I remember over. it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I don't think I need to take it again. Like just to, mm -hmm. you know, just to 
reinforce some of the the principles. It's, that was that was one of my favorite things that happened at one of my old gyms that I used to work at. Is uh, one of the managers would just come up to like one of the the trainers. Who, so the the trainer that I'm that I'm talking about is like 38 and she's been training forever. Like it was it's the only job that she's had. Like she started as a trainer as 18 years old. She's got like 20 years of experience. And the manager mm-hmm. would come up and be like, well, you don't have a certification in kettlebells. Like, why are you coaching this? And she's like, I've been training for 20 years and I've used all of these tools for the whole time. I know what mm-hmm. I'm doing. It's like, but you don't have the piece of paper that proves that you know it. Mm-hmm. You got to have that. It's so frustrating. If you don't have that acronym. You are not even a real person to me anymore. Just get out. <laughs> You're not, you're not real until you have seven exactly. letters behind your name. Exactly. I don't even read your yeah. email. I just read the, t- the the number of letters behind your name and that's it. That's how I know I'm gonna, if I'm going to respond or not. So I'm taking that to the next level. And there's some people in like the millennial world or whatever that the, when they sign their um, name and emails that they'll put, they'll like parentheses, like 50 K as far as like their followers for. Oh, no, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. that's incredible. Oh, Matt, we are in the wrong groups. <laughs> oh, man. I got to start just signing mine. Matt Domney, parentheses, 4,000. <laughs> it, it'd be actually funny if it was like parentheses, 778. And dropping. Yeah. <laughs> you, have to it. you have to update it every day. Every it's not, email. It's in like red font with an arrow down, like yep. stocks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's so funny. So I'm just like, yo, that's like next level stuff. That's so Does crazy. it give like every pro? Is it like Instagram 30,000, TikTok 80,000, Facebook? I don't know. I don't even know how Facebook no. They have like followers or something. Hey. People aren't even yeah, on Facebook I anymore. I don't yeah, think I don't millenn- think millennials aren't even on Facebook. They don't even know what Facebook yeah. is. Like, that's this thing I, just, I have to have to have an Instagram. All right, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I just learned how to use Facebook Marketplace the other day. It was pretty cool. Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I, it was I'm like not, the first time. I haven't done that I before. I needed someone younger than me. I mean, I'm not that old, but I, had, I needed someone younger than me who knew like technology a little bit better to show me how to use it. <laughs> but it works. It's really cool. It's, Facebook Marketplace you know. is great. Marketplace is great. Now we know. Yeah. Somebody invited <laughs> me to like, something like clubhouse or something the other day and i was like i, I can't even, I don't even know what that is i know i was like clubhouse exactly exactly i was like what is what are we doing here like i don't need more social media i need less social media they're they're, mm. they're messaging a 38 year old man to come hang out in their treehouse it's, <laughs> it's very it's very very strange leave me alone <laughs> I've got oh, my own kids. got my own kids we don't need to hang out <laughs> Yeah, I don't know about this clubhouse thing. I got a DM about a dating group also, like uh, the other day. And I was like, wow, you actually don't follow me. But it was one of those like scripted messages where like, hey, we love your content and you, all this stuff. We think you'd be great for this, uh, you know, chat group and like online dating group. I was like, I am married with children. <laughs> and it's clear been, on my Instagram that I've I am. Been, I've been married for almost 12 years. <laughs> Very, very married, actually. <laughs> Dating groups now, are probably not where I'm at right now. This group, is it like when you see the request, is it like a bunch of like people? Yes. Like uh, a bunch of, okay. No, I, no, that's so no. funny. You... This was like a page. It was like, um, oh. it was an actual page that had like 60,000 followers. I was like, what the hell is this? But oh, it was like, it's a, legit. It's called, it's like a networking and dating page for like fitness people. That's crazy. They're, they're really finding the right market over there. I now. know. I was like, oh, <laughs> you guys are struggling. The market research is excellent. I just want to know, like, what on Kyle's page made them think that this was, like, he was a potential. Like, it's very He posts a lot of thoughty children. videos. <laughs> it's the shortlist videos. That's it's, what they are. He posts a lot of – he hikes his shorts up, posts a lot of thoughty videos on the treadmill hey. or outside. Like, that's what it is. <laughs> thighs out, man. Thighs out. The, they see his Instagram page and they're like, oh, this dude's thirsty. Let's throw him in this great in this dating app. See what happens. <laughs> this is what we're doing. This is marketing 101. Mar- see, it, Matt, That's Matt true. talks a lot of shit, but when he posts things like that, people mm-hmm. unfollow. I lose a lot of followers. <laughs> like, put your shirt on. Gross. That's why he's so upset about it. Exactly. 
Exactly. Really? I watched so my number funny. go from 797 followers to 720 <laughs> followers real quick. <laughs> like, Matt, do you have longer shorts? <laughs> like, please. Longer and baggier, yeah. please. Per- perhaps a burka. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind putting this coat exactly. and hat on while yes. you work out? <laughs> we want to see no figure. <laughs> I have a nice tunic for you. Could you wear that? <laughs> Yo, that's so coat. funny. I think uh, one of the one of these days. I think this year for Halloween in twenty twenty one, I'm going to get like a potato sack and wear that for the Instagram because I think that would just be perfect. That suits you well. It's sad that you have to plan that for eight months. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I am. Committed you know, he to this thought about Halloween. this last Halloween. I, I know. I think you just need to do it now. Yes, and, and, and just start posting videos in a potato sack and, and roll with it. Yeah. That is hilarious. We just got to figure out branding. Which which ones do I get? Do I get Idaho Gold? Do I get Yukon Gold? Do I, what do I, do I get Russet Potatoes? Do I, what do I get? See which one has a sponsorship program. You Ooh, there we go. There we <laughs> go. I, w- I would reach out. Free potatoes for life. I would yeah. take that. You, get, you can get a promo code. <laughs> yeah. You probably get like a third of a potato for like every hundred. <laughs> By this time, you can have Thanksgiving dinner ready. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be perfect. It's like, what's 60 cents worth of potatoes for sign up? Like, that's it's like worth. one. And that it's, is. It's probably have, like a full potato. You can, if potatoes currency. It's like one potato is about 60 cents. You could be potato rich. I'd be very rich. It's like Bitcoin where everything's worth like a half a cent. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine like, yeah, Matt, great. We'll love to work with you. Our affiliates get paid one potato per post. That'd be excellent. I would <laughs> take it. Kyle would see me posting me every, like twice a day, every day forever. That would actually be <laughs> awesome. You'd be so famous. Matt's glycemic threshold would be through the roof. Yeah, closer. diabetes instantly. Yep, I would. Uh, like, I'd be like, I can't pose. I can't deadlift anymore, Kyle. I lost my leg. Oh. <laughs> my foot just fell off while I was sleeping. It's, it's dark. That's actually something that, that Sam would see at her other job. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, don't worry. I'll supply with you all the insulin and metformin that you need. The the other side of your of your Instagram is. Mm-hmm me constantly trying to figure out how people got things inside of them when you post like yes videos that's excellent (laughs) can we can we talk more about that yes because absolutely i think that's what the people want there was there was a very large stick inside of a person (laughs) this week (laughs) there was there was a very large stick inside of one so First of all, you are so right. People want to know because when I posted that on my story, I have gotten the most views in my whole like Instagram career from that stick. A thousand views? What the yeah. hell? It was, I was like, what is this? I was like, I clearly need to be doing more of this. You hit the algorithm is what yep. you did. I did. I did, right? No. So um, this week was actually crazy week. That was one video or one picture I um, posted, but there's another one that I didn't post. I'll tell you guys about that in a second. So the other night I was working and literally this guy walks in, he's 57, by the way, just saying. And, um, he goes, I was drunk last night and my friends put a stick up my butt. That's literally the the complaint. And I'm like, all right, straight shooter. He knows he's, he's just saying it out. So I felt bad. I go to him and he's in the trauma bay and he's just like standing like hunched over. I'm like, Oh, he doesn't look comfortable. And like, me, first of all, I'm like, all right, something's inside of him. I have to make sure he's not acute abdomen or like a perforation in the bowel. So I press on his belly and it's nice and soft, but I feel like right over like where his bladder would be just like something sticking out. And I'm like, what, what is this hard piece in there? So I was like, I definitely need to scan him and see what's going on. So usually you start off with the x-ray cause you can get it quick. And that's where I can see if there's any type of perf, uh, like free air. So I got the x-ray and it was normal. And I'm like, there's no way this normal. Like usually you would see something, some foreign body. So I was like, you know what? I'm getting a CAT scan. And then all of a sudden my coworker actually saw it before me. He was like, yo, look at your guy's scan. I saw this. And I'm like, he's not lying. There's literally a piece of wood up his butt. And the crazy thing is, is if you look at it, go back on my page and relook at it, but it kind of shifted up. And then it displaced and it kind of sat his way right sitting at the coccyx area. So it's just like in this perfect little spot protruding right in front of his abdomen of where like, you know, your belly button is kind of. And I was like, oh, that's the thing I was feeling on my exam, the wood up his butt. So 
you know, he was great. He was like such a trooper. He was like laying on his side fetal position the whole time. He's just like watching Netflix on the trauma bay, like waiting until like we have a plan for him. Like, I've got so good. many questions. This tells me this is not the first time. <laughs> How calm he was tells me this is a regular occurrence. Thousand, per- thousand percent. Now, um, I had like one of my coworkers come go in and talk to him and he was saying to her that um, him and his friends, his acquaintance friends were just, you know, having a frenzy and messing around and, you know, kind of one thing led to the other. And, you know, that's, a, that's the one thing. I mean, I don't know about this life, honestly, but based on my professional career, large objects and rectums, they always like to push the limits, no pun intended, but like they go too we far a, and then it gets new- lost. We have a title for the pod. Yep. <laughs> Large <laughs> objects and rectums. Yeah, you're going to have so many views. You're going to have 10 now because of this. Skyrocket in the heart. No, because this was like, for the people that don't follow you or somehow miss this story, mm-hmm. this was not just like a, st- it was a piece of twig, firewood. <laughs> yeah. It was like, it yeah. was large it, it was it, like <laughs> in the picture it looks like it was bigger than his spine like it was yes. huge <laughs> it, it definitely was bigger than his spine i'm like what piece of wood like you're right it has to be some type of plywood that was like shaved like, into a round circle i don't know which means there was pre- planning and prep work going into this yeah. and, and what's crazy is these apparently yeah. were just acquaintances like how well do you have to know somebody to let them put a piece of wood inside of you. <laughs> well, also, also, too, he said that he was drunk and they did. I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm drunk, sober, like completely knocked out. If there's something that giant going up my backside, I'm waking up and saying, what's going on? Yeah, like, like, how you, did you not? You had the comatose for <laughs> that's, that. Like, that's why I'm saying this was a regular occurrence that was planned out. Like, <laughs> it's not his first well, rodeo. Nope. No. Especially I love his honesty. That, but that's another like big red flag though. Like the fact that he just came in, he was like, hey, I got this huge stick up my ass from my friends. I got really drunk and they shoved it up me. It's like, you know that it's like, this is not the first, like you're not the first time he's gone to a hospital. You're not the first person he's spoken to. He probably travels around the area, going to different yes. hospitals, telling people because he's embarrassed and can't go from one to the other again. Mm-hmm. Like this is a common thing. Why? Why? And he, you... Yeah, you totally nailed it because that was his first visit. And I'm like, you're 57. There's no way that you have never been in an ER. So that is so true <laughs> that he chose a different location, yeah. a different ER to hide it. He goes I, through the whole thing and then he's like, oh, yeah, and, uh, I'm going to be here a little bit. You guys have Netflix? <laughs> I know. He was just chilling. Like, I had to wait for him. He was like, I was trying to tell him the results of his CAT scan. He literally puts his fingers up goes, hold on finishes his scene on his show and then presses pause. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're in the trauma bay. I'm like, there's no sense of urgency to you that something large is up your butt. That just, again, this is not his first rodeo. This dude's a regular and it's not the kind of regular you want to be. (laughs) Not at all. The second question here that is going to be inevitable is how do you get a stick out of somebody? Yeah. So it all depends. Um, on where it's located, obviously, um, surgery is gets involved, and it's either the OR or bedside. This guy, I think, because it was so large, they took him to the OR. But there have been some cases where like dildos been up asses, and you can see and feel like the rib, the um, the end of the dildo as you do the rectal exam. So there's been times that the surgeons have literally just stuck their fingers up there and like pulled it out. <laughs> yep. <laughs> welcome to my life (laughs) nine years of med school this is what you get facts talk about education i know how to pull objects out of butts in my living that's that's year six like second semester right there that's that's this is so much more important than any fitness content we'll talk about facts are you going to now the 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 third question about this are you going to make a story highlight for all of these ones that you post Oh, yes, it's already there. So if you go back on my Instagram, it's ER and you can go through, I think it's almost two years of ER stories. (laughs) Crazy shit that I put up. Yeah, like I've seen like nails in people's heads. Like there's been all kinds Mm -hmm. of just crazy stuff over the last few Mm -hmm. years. It's, It's like if I'm scrolling through stories and I see 
you know, an x-ray, I pretty much know it's you. And I know it's going to be wild at that yep. point based on who I follow. <laughs> well, there's nothing else, nothing else that I could, you know, can give. I give the people what they want, right? Hey, we, like the, we like the kettlebell stuff, but the ER stories are also pretty Again, magical. That's, yeah, it's, that's it's probably why your following exploded so much. It's like, oh, look, she, she posts like good kettlebell stuff, but also <laughs> get ready. <laughs> As a bonus, uh, as a huge bonus. <laughs> sometimes I actually have to be very selective on what I post because sometimes like people can't handle it and I'll either do like a discretion like story uh, before but, like, hey, if you can't handle blah, 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 don't click next. But it's funny because like, it's almost like you can't help yourself and you do it anyways. But um, yeah, I have to be like selective on what I post. I mean, unfortunately working in the ER, you're just mentally messed up. And there's a lot of things that you find humor out of or whatever, you know, out of that people are like, oh my God, like you're sick. Why would you think this is? And, you know, I have to realize that people are not exposed to that type of life all day, every day. So um, I'm very like, all right, this is like a cool story, but anything that's like a sensitive topic, I'd be, I'm like very careful because I don't want anyone to be offended. But there is this kid the other week he came from jail and uh, this is ridiculous. Um, he essentially, when he doesn't get his way, he swallows batteries oh, and geez. hopes, yeah. And hopes that the battery, you know, essentially like opens and leaks and kills him. So he comes into the ER and I pick him up um, and I did an x-ray and it's confirmed. It was two double A. And did you know that it actually matters of what type of battery it is? Like there's a cylindrical, which is the double A, triple A's. And then you have the disc batteries, all that matters. I did not know that until I called the battery ingestion hotline, which is a thing. I didn't know that either. As somebody who's <laughs> never once had any desire to eat a battery, I did not know this, this is all new information. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here I've to never, educate. We're learning things. This is yep, good. I've, I've never looked at a battery and been like, a little cheese whiz on that guy. That's going to be real good. <laughs> it's so nuts. So this guy swallows it. And the reason why he swallowed it is because his court date was supposed to be on that day. And it got pushed to literally the next day. And he was upset about it. So he decided to swallow batteries. I'm like, or you couldn't have an waited. entirely appropriate response. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> I was mildly like, inconvenienced, so I'm going to kill myself. I know. It's like nuts. I'm like, oh my God. So um, he was in the ER with me for four hours doing like scans and blah, 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 talking to the battery poison control hotline and everything. And ultimately, based on the location of where the battery is, you either get surgery or uh, GI involved. So his was at the stomach area and it was too big to go into the small intestines. So hence it was GI. Now this is 10 o'clock at night, right? All the consults, they're gone, they're home. But I'm like, there's a battery in this guy's stomach. He can't wait, he needs it out ASAP. So I told him, I was like, listen, I know he came here before a couple months ago for the same thing, by the way. Um, I was like, I know in the past that you refused an endoscopy, which essentially just going down your throat and taking the batteries out. I was like, if I call the GI specialist to come in and take this out, will you agree to it? Yeah, 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 great, whatever, fine, I can do it. Uh, 10 o'clock, mind you, my shift is ending at 10. Um, 10 o'clock comes around, the GI specialist comes, takes him up to the OR. The GI <laughs> the attending calls me. He goes, he re he's refusing to sign the consent form. I'm like, I literally like went from zero to hundred. Like I saw red. I was like, are you kidding me? I just talked to you for four hours about the agreement on this. So he's like, can you please come up here and to the OR and convince him to sign this form? I'm like, Okay. I was like, all right. <laughs> so I'm like trying to like calm myself going through like breathing techniques and stuff like that on the elevator up to the OR knowing of like how hot I'm going to get. And, uh, they're trying to play like good cop with him. Like, yo man, like I feel you like, it's okay. Let's just try to take care of your health before. And he's not agreeing into it. And it's funny about like, you know, people person and being able to like read people and how they respond to different ways you say things. And I realized through him, I was like, he doesn't respond to niceness. Unfortunately, he doesn't respond to like, let's work this out. He responds to for force. So I'm at the bed at the end of the bed. And I'm like, yo, for the past four hours, you agreed to this. And now all of a sudden you're not, I was like, this is what's going to happen. I was like, I'm going to call because he was, he was um, diagnosed schizoaffective as well. I was like, I'm going to call the psychiatrist. They're going to have to come up here and deem you incompetent of making your own decisions. And then you're going to get the endoscopy. I was like, do you want that? And he literally just looks at me 
and then signs the form. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> and then I just walked, I just like walked away. I was like so hot. I'm like, you are like irrational, irreasonable, not reasonable. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're, we're trying to help you. That's what gets me frustrated. Honestly, we're trying to help you. And you're just like, nope, I'm good. I'm going to inconvenience everyone. And it's okay. You know, I'm okay with that. I so. was, was going to ask, he's like, is that where like, you said, cause you said you were just about to get off your shift. Is that where like tired Sam comes out where you look at me like, bruh, I was about to be off shift and I am ready to go home. Sign this fucking paper right now. <laughs> thousand percent, thousand percent. And then like, I walked away five minutes later, the GI attending texts me. He goes, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm like, no problem. I don't care. Like I like, and you have to realize I, I trained in the Bronx and I worked in the Bronx for three or four, four years. And you have to have thick skin because there's just certain people that don't respond to you or they'll just walk right over you if you don't have thick skin. So that's something I learned and realized that there's certain patients that need that in order to get stuff done for them, you know, and that's just the reality of, you know, healthcare, um, reality of managing and dealing with patients. You have to be like that sometimes, which is fine. You know, obviously I'm not mean or cursing them out. Just, you're just very stern what I would like to, but you know, you know, that's a different story. Stay professional. <laughs> Professionalism at its best. I have been here for 11 hours at 55 minutes. Sign the form. It's time for me to go home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I've so, seen you know, various we get things of rectums. I'm done. Yo, the funniest, I love her around this. I have a very weird connection with um, rectal exams and Spanish men where like, not only in different facilities, like when I work in the Bronx, also in Jersey City, when I give a rectal exam to Spanish men, they give me candy afterwards. <laughs> the little, the little panka sugar candies as a thank you. I'm like, why are you thanking me? Oh, this is, now we have another new title. Rectal exams <laughs> candy. <laughs> Oh my God. I don't no. think you should be telling people that one because the police are going to come arrest you, Sam. <laughs> or, or there's going to be like just a weird line of like Spanish men outside of your apartment. I that's know, that's God. also very possible. Outside your gym, there's going to be a bunch of just Spanish men like, hey, are, you the, are you the woman? Is this you, you just have like the candy up here. Pasta. I have lots of candy for you. I've got your candy. I know. That's it's so funny. I, and like, First, I thought it was just like a one-off thing, but it happened again and it was a different patient. And then again, I'm like, what is this trend? Like, I know I'm a nice person, but like, please like spare me the panka candies. Like, I don't need it. It's funny. I'll do this yeah. for free. I don't need candy. I know, right? I'll do this for free. <laughs> Keep the candy. This is on me. Oh, this... God. Oh, no charge life. this time. <laughs> so. Yeah. So. Final question. I, I yeah. honestly, that that took a weird turn. But it was fantastic. <laughs> it was fantastic. So the, the question that kind of highlights our podcast, this is the only scripted one. This is the only scripted question. The only question that matters is what about the industry just pisses you off at this point? Like what, what do you hate mm. seeing? What, you know, it's like the grind your gears question. Like, like what, mm. what, whether it's social media or the industry itself, like what gets you right now? Name names. If you feel, if you want to, we will tag them in the, in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, it's a, that is a really great question. And there's a lot of things that really rub me the wrong way. And I'm generally a nice person, especially on social media, but there's just some things that is just very unacceptable. And it's, I think the first thing is maybe not on social media, but like in the gym, when trainers are getting paid so much, this is a, you know, this is a very expensive business and it's a luxury. And there's these clients that are paying these trainers so much money for these trainers to be sitting on their phone, not even watching them or not even paying attention and giving them, you know, the best time. It's just one hour, you know? Um, so like, that's my biggest pet peeve when I see trainers at the gym, just kind of like doing their thing and not even pay attention to clients. Um, so I find that very disrespectful. Um, when it comes to social media, <laughs> wow. Where do I start? <laughs> um, it's like, as she's a got, woman, she's got a list yeah. yeah, like, I know. <laughs> no, like, I think the biggest thing with social media is um, when people are just dogmatic, 
<laughs> my earphone just fell out. People are just dogmatic in their mindset. They're just so close-minded that, well, so-and-so said this, so everything else must be wrong. Or like, especially like when it comes to kettlebell context, like, well, Strong First teaches Turkish getup in this way. And if you don't do it that way, then you're incorrect. I'm like, why? You know, I'm the biggest person of why. Like, tell me a good reason. And then I'll, you know, consider it. Otherwise, think for yourself, you know, we're not sheep here, but unfortunately, there's a lot of sheep out there. Um, but it's just kind of like critical thinking. And it's just like, stop monkeying and repeating what everyone else is saying and doing, but understanding it for your own self. And then being able to critically think and use and apply those principles that which I love about what you guys do is like, learn the principles and you can apply it to whatever you want. Um, so ultimately, it's just like that, that mindset of just being so close-minded, so dogmatic, like, I am this way, oh, you're just a strong firster, or you're just an RKC, Dragon Door, whatever. It's like, no, like, no, you're not at all. But that, that yeah, in short, is basically my frustration. My last time I ever did a Turkish get-up, I got yelled at because my pinky toe wasn't on the floor on the trail leg. And I was like, why, why does that matter? Why is that exactly. the thing that you picked on the most that my pinky toe didn't touch the ground? Exactly. Well, you could use the force and that causes tension irradiation and it's not an efficient get-up because you didn't use your fifth digit. Shut the and yeah, then I looked at the person. I was like, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, here, I'm here standing. I am. Like, <laughs> here I am with a completed <laughs> Turkish get-up. <laughs> so yeah, stuff like that gets me frustrated. And that's like what I'm really big on is like the stuff that I put out is like, I want you to understand why and think about the reasonings why, not just because Sam said it or not just because so-and-so said it, but understanding the reasoning why behind it. I can guarantee you got people DMing posts to other people saying, well, you need to do it this way because Sam said so though. Yeah. You're definitely one of those people that are like, oh, but, but Sam, she said, Sam, so. Sam did it this way. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not doing it like this, you're wrong. And it's, be, and it's even better because like the content you put out is all the exact opposite of that. Like, Hey, here's what you should think. Like some things you should think about. And they're like, yeah, well you did it this way. So it's going to be, that's the way that I'm going to do it forever now. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true no i just someone just dm me uh, yesterday and they actually dm me a post to some other kettle some other kettlebell person and he was like can you please speak on this he was like i don't have any leverage but like please speak on this and say like what's wrong with this video and why it's terrible i'm like on it got it bye <laughs> <laughs> i'll put it's that so in funny. my itinerary thank yeah. you thank you yeah it's so funny awesome well Anybody listening for, I mean, I think we're up to 10 people. With, I think with we the might have hit double digits one. with this one. So, yeah. We might have got a two zero on this. Exactly. So where can everybody find your stuff? And if they want to contact you about training or your groups, how can they reach out to you? Yeah, the quickest and easiest way is Instagram um, at S-C-I-A-C-C-I-A or at, yeah, S-C-I-A-C-C-I-A. Yeah. <laughs> but so um, S-C-I-A-C-I-A. So yeah, that's the easiest way to get a hold of me. But on on my Instagram, you know, there's an email. Um, it's too long to say, but just click on the Instagram. That's the easiest way to get a hold of me. And get free stuff, free education. So take advantage. Yes. Lots of content. Lots, lots of and yeah. lots of content. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. It's always a yeah. pleasure. Mm. It's great seeing you guys. Great to see you too. And now I get to do the uh, the whole outro. Thank you everybody for listening to Compound Performance Radio. Uh, tune in next time. And this next episode will be published whenever we feel like it. So see you guys whenever that happens to be. Bye. Bye.